This is Nerd Hat. This is Nerd Hat. This is Nerd Hat. Nerds! Put on your nerd hat. That's right. Dear friends, fellow nerds, nerdettes, and assorted nerd persons, Season 5 is here, and we have... A new co-host. Hello, this is Laura Morales. Yes, she's been on the podcast at least twice before, and yeah. I think once or twice in the background saying something, saying stuff, <laughs> something, yeah. oh. picking up some kids, was... throwing stuff. She was on the X Files episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura and I did a an X Files episode together to kick off season four, actually. Yeah, and we did um. That was pretty fun. Was it Jurassic Park? Yeah, you were on our Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom with Will and I. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you guys have, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you've heard her beautiful voice before. Oh, don't stop. <laughs> stop that. But no, Laura has agreed to be our, our third co-host. We we felt the need to, to spice things up a little bit for this new season. And she has agreed to, be a, to join be our, cynical. our crazy team. Yes. Yeah. So... Do you, do you want to tell us a little bit about um, what your role is going to be? Oh, man. Well, here's the deal. I have a hard time enjoying things in general, but <laughs> especially movies. Ever since Lord of the Rings came out, my love for the theater has, has just dwindled over time. <laughs> It just, it just, it hasn't been, I haven't, it hasn't been magical ever since. And, and that's okay, I guess. So um, but yeah, I just I don't really enjoy the theater anymore. I don't really so look forward to things. It ruined everything else. It ruined it ruined that and Harry Potter. Well, that came out like when I was eleven, I think. So I was yeah no. Everything else is just not that great. It just really isn't. So I'd love to enjoy things again, and I am here to be convinced to go and see a movie. Go and look at it a little less with you know with curiosity and less cynicism and um, i i doubt it i doubt it guys <laughs> i doubt it yeah so so kind of this was laura's idea actually and we've done this a couple times with other guests um kind of this approach but where two of us are familiar with the movie or tv show that we're talking about but one of us is not and Laura is going to kind of be the the audience surrogate, the the skeptic, the like, hey, I, I don't have a lot of time. Tell me why I should watch this. And Will and I are going to take turns picking something to review. And and oh, there's a dog. <gasps> what is that? A boy. That's oh. oh, okay. Will is showing us his dog. <clears throat> for, uh, for, I didn't mean to distract y'all. What's just... his name? My, my my third child was whining at the door, and I let her in my office. Oh, uh, so cute! It's okay, we're holding our human child, our naked naked ape over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't catch the name. Uh, Molly. 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 Mm, her coat's really pretty. And he also has one named LSD and another Wait, named serious? marijuana. No. Serious? <laughs> What, no, I'm, what I'm the kidding. hell, I'm, I'm, babe? I'm kidding. LSD <laughs> uh, is the cat. <laughs> LSD is the cat. That's perfect. Wait, are yeah. we serious? <laughs> no. Oh, guys, what? <laughs> Molly is a drug. If if you weren't aware, I wasn't, and I am serious. I only know of this from TV. Honestly. Okay. Oh, uh, whatever. I think okay. John Mulaney is. Okay, I'm putting you out of the office because you won't behave yourself. <laughs> I love the name Molly. It's a great name. It is, it is a good name. Mm -hmm. It's a good name. Why it became the name of a, a street drug, I have no idea. But... Well, yeah. like your Batman shirt, Will, by the way. Thank you. Uh, by the way, so well, I guess for our listeners, like I know because you and I have hung out since then, but how how was your Christmas and your New Year's? Uh, it was interesting. It was mm -hmm. good good and interesting and well, i can't talk about the interesting part but it was good <laughs> oh come oh, on okay. well no it's okay it's okay okay fine yeah and you just uh, celebrated a, a birthday recently we had a little get-together party 
Happy yeah. 57th birthday, Will. <laughs> Little buddy. Yeah. He's he's creeping up behind me. He's he's getting close to 40. <laughs> yeah, 39. Yeah. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, by the way. Again. We were sick. We were sick yeah. for like a whole week right before Christmas. So Christmas for me was a little blurry. Yeah, yeah. We literally got out of the woods. I think the day, like Christmas Eve, I think we were finally a little bit like, oh. But yeah, we, we were like. It that, sucked. Yeah, that, that's kind of how. It, Christmas Day was pretty good. We were, were pretty much over it. And uh, yeah, that, that went pretty well. And uh, But no, the week before was rough. It was a rough yeah liquids no we just had a king's Everywhere. day celebration which is a, a puerto rican dia de los Christmas magos los uh, reyes it goes both ways right i have no idea anyway that that is a little bit of our holiday yeah yeah my leg is falling asleep so i'm gonna just it's <laughs> a good idea Fall off or just cut yeah, it off this the seat is hard and i was i had my legs <laughs> So I have a question. Are we talking about back to the subject of the podcast? Are we yeah. talking about the first Aquaman or the one you guys recently saw? We can, we can talk about both, but where the review is of the the new one and the that, new one. That's, okay. And since you've seen half of the first one, you have at least some context of how bad it is. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk to you about the second one and and, and try to tell you what it's about and whether you whether you should see it okay okay uh, but before we do that uh, a little bit of podcast business here um we as you have probably already seen uh if you found this episode uh, but just in case you just clicked on it and didn't really pay attention to the logo change we have rebranded uh we contemplated as we talked about prior to the end of the year the end of season four, ending the podcast and starting a new podcast. But instead, we've chosen to continue this podcast, but to rebrand it. So mm -hmm. our new name is now, drumroll please, Nerd Hat. That's it. Be Just excited. Nerd Hat. <laughs> Be excited. It's very, it's very, very cool. We're, we're and it's pretty. We're having ongoing conversations on what that means. Uh, first of all, the pressure to be irreverent is off now. Mm -hmm. I, I'll probably still be a little irreverent, but I, I don't have to lean heavy into that. And uh, Richard, we didn't talk about this, but I just want to submit our new motto as put on your nerd hats. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That, yeah. might, that should be our new tagline. But I was trying to think of a good one, and the only one I can think is like, how many nerd hats would you give it? Okay. But I, but I like yeah. yours better, Will. Yours is more it's like put on your nerd hat. Yeah. I like that. That would be a good start. It's like put on your nerd hats, friends. We're diving in to the review of exactly. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Blue Sea Horses. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, but before we dive in, that was a practice run. But again, name change so you're going to see that come down uh i don't know if it'll how long it'll take for spotify to like spread that to other podcasting apps like whether it'll all come through you know it might take a bit it'll it should change right away on spotify you'll see it there obviously our instagram is going to change and um and the logo which uh laura is working on because mm -hmm. laura I think we talked about this on the previous episodes, but do you, you want to talk a bit about what you do for a living? I do stuff. The end. <laughs> I am a full-time painter and I, I dabble in design and emphasis on dabble. Um, I know a few things. So yeah. Yeah. I love to paint. Paints my, paints my passion. Yeah. I'm a watercolor artist and I, with an emphasis in illustration, that's what I do. And she's really good at it. And uh, check out lauramoralesstudios.com. Yeah, yes. that's yeah. right. That's check right. out her work there. Um, and as we talked about many times, Will also is a creative. And uh, remind me your website. 
Um, well, I have several. Uh, MiloComics.com. Also, you can check out cartoonistwill.deviantart.com for my needs-to-be-heavily-updated portfolio. Yeah, and, and I dabble in a few other things as well, in addition to this podcast, at an occasional blog post. Uh, I've put some YouTube videos out in the, back in the day. I have uh, two other podcasts under my belt, just a handful of episodes on each of them. You can find all of that through my link tree. If you want to check out my Instagram, it's there on the page. It's at our best underscore WS. That's my personal Instagram. You can follow me there if you want. Mostly just personal and family stuff up on there. I mean, not super personal, but like just my life outside of Nerd Hat. <laughs> I almost said the other name. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you can check out some of my other creative stuff too. But now we are on to this creative stuff. <laughs> so Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So uh, for those of you who are not aware of what this is about, according to IMDb, little synopsis here, Black Manta seeks revenge on Aquaman for his father's death. Uh, Black Manta's father, not Aquaman's. Uh, wielding the Black Trident's power, Gotta have pronoun antecedent agreement, IMDb. Come on now. Uh, anyway, <laughs> wielding the Black Trident's power, he becomes a formidable foe. To defend Atlantis, Aquaman forges an alliance with his imprisoned brother. They must protect the kingdom. So this is directed once again by James Wan, who directed the first Aquaman. Uh, it's written by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. McGoldrick. How's that for a Scottish name? McGoldrick. Uh, James Wan and Jason Momoa has a writing credit as well um, and some of the stars of this show we have of course Jason Momoa as Arthur Curry Patrick Wilson plays King Orm um, they are probably the two most prominent characters in this film third is the villain Yahya Abdul-Mateen II who plays Black Manta uh, a few other important people in the cast we have Nicole Kidman as Atlanta which is Arthur Curry's mother. Uh, Amber Heard plays Mira. Tamira Morrison plays Tom Curry, uh, which is Arthur's dad, of course. And Randall Park, who's also in the MCU, um, plays Dr. Stephen Shin. And oh, and let us not forget Dolph Lundgren as King Nereus and Martin Short. Martin Short! As a very, not, I guess you could call it a cameo, but he voices a CGI character, Kingfish. I didn't realize it was him oh. until I saw the credits. I was like, oh, that was Martin Short. Oh. So anyway, that's just a little bit about this film. Will and I saw it last week. So not quite opening night, but uh, it, we had $5 night at the Marketplace Cinema, which, by the way, $5 Wednesdays. Go check it out, guys. If you're here in the Piedmont Triad area, Marketplace Cinema here in Winston-Salem, $5 Wednesdays, $5 tickets, and, five, <laughs> and a $5 popcorn and drink special. Not a sponsor. Yeah, they're not a sponsor. But, uh, but yeah, we want to promote them because we want to see them do well. Yeah. So, Will, why did, you go, why did you want to go see that movie? Why did you want to go see yeah. Aquaman? Because you asked me to and I wanted to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> so, does that mean you didn't want to go see it? <laughs> if you hadn't asked me, we probably I wouldn't have seen it like Blue Beetle. It would have went under the radar. Really? I have to admit, I really wanted to see Gal Gadot, and she didn't make an appearance, so I was very sad. <laughs> yeah, I, I did hear a rumor about her guest guesting on that, but yeah, no. Un unlike in Shazam: Fury of the Gods, uh, she did not make a cameo. Wait, can I ask questions? Yeah, yeah. Well, ask whatever you want. Well, well, well. You saw the first one. Yes. What do you think of the first one? I liked it. Why? It had a giant crab monster, Laura. Okay. <laughs> okay, like but like, man. so did Moana. I mean, but like, why, why, why? Well, what was a good guy. <laughs> did you like any of the characters in particular? Like the crab monster. Okay, so other than the crab monster, my turn, babe. Sorry, my turn. <laughs> um. Well, I like 
this iteration of Arthur Curry better than the Super Friends iteration. So, Art, sorry, Arthur Curry is the main dude's name. Aquaman. Yes. Oh, okay. Aquaman's way better. But okay. Okay. So, okay. So this version of Arthur Curry is better than what you've seen before? Well, more interesting. More interesting. Why is it more interesting? Because I was Have very you uninterested. <laughs> you should tell her what Super Friends is. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Sorry, keep going. Laura's, Laura's knitting here while while we're talking. By the way, go get a beer, Richard. This is gonna take a while. <laughs> no, uh, like okay, I, well, I just finished a mixed drink, so I'm, I'm, okay. I'm on my way. I'm kidding. Um, Super Friends is like a 1970s cartoon show based on DC Comics, and it it had the Wonder Twins we talking. Did the monkey talk? No, I guess the monkey didn't talk. It, it, anyway, um, uh, it was a children's cartoon show, and I'm just not a big fan of the Aquaman character in general with the golden blonde hair and uh, all clean cut. And and um, he just didn't seem interesting to me. He talked to fish, and that was it. And uh, But he did ride on this purple-blue seahorse, and I can't believe they brought in the Super Friends seahorse into the new movie because they totally did. Yeah, they did. It's it's like yeah. a seahorse and the the water horse from Frozen Two oh, had dear. a baby. Oh dear! Have you seen Frozen Two, Will? Yes. Yeah, which is a great movie. I love Frozen Two, honestly. But yeah, it was like a glow in the dark giant blue seahorse that he rides. Um, even though he doesn't really need to ride because he can go super Sorry, fast. Is this the Super Friends or is this the first Aquaman? This is the second Aquaman. Okay. The seahorse comes into the second Aquaman. Actually, right at the beginning. He, okay. He even has voiceover explaining his, his friend, his new friend. <laughs> was the CGI Yeah, that seahorse is an important character. And the first one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, according to Richard, the CGI, the second one, is better than the first one. Uh, I haven't seen the first one in so long that I couldn't tell you, though. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was better. And um, it looked this one looked great in the theater. Like the water effects were maybe less noticeable. Like the first one is just. It was just too obviously CGI, and even in this, even though you know it's CGI in this one, it it looked better. Like I think they just did a better job with the CGI, and um, this one had a lot of visual effects. And I didn't notice a scene that you know, because sometimes you'll have like like a studio will have one scene that's done by a different you know effects company, and you'll just it's obvious that it's different and and not as good. Um, but I, I didn't notice a scene that wasn't done well in this one, as far as the CGI is concerned. Like, and it was it was fun watching in the theater because you had these epic scenes under underwater, like going into like find the lost kingdom with giant submarines and sea creatures and stuff like that. It was uh, yeah, and Atlantis looked great. Like it was beautiful. I have another question. <laughs> so like, well, <clears throat> I'll preface it. So what what captivates me with, with stories is the complexity of characters and like their backstory. And what I noticed in the first one was what they were very one dimensional and very stereotypical. And that's when I lost interest. Is does that change in the second one? No. Ooh. <laughs> well, I think okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're done with the pot. See ya. <laughs> Case closed. Was not convinced. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Just kidding. Keep keep keep. Well, I guess the uh, villain was a little complex, but only a tiny bit. And I'm talking about the zombie king. I'm not talking about <laughs> yeah, the underwater zombie king, the sea monkey zombies. Got me at yeah, some. He, he was slightly twist. He was human at one point. Okay. Yeah, I don't he, know. He possesses. <laughs> he basically possesses Black Manta. 
with his permission, like Black Manta allows this. I mean, initially it, it happens without his consent, but then he embraces it. But he's like possessed by the spirit of King Atlan's long, well, sort of dead, like sort of undead but imprisoned brother who somehow imbued this black trident with his spirit. And then his spirit somehow infects Black Manta and a couple other characters temporarily as well, including King, King Orm. Uh, Arthur he's Curry's still alive? Brother, King Orm? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We find out he's been in prison, which I, I forgot. I don't know if this was pointed out at the end of the first film. I, I've watched it in a while. But he's imprisoned in one of the other kingdoms, like a desert kingdom. And he's just, they're giving him just enough water to keep him alive. He's like thin and emaciated. Oh, fun. I want to see that. Yeah, there's there might be a picture online. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. yeah yes, like, you want which, to see it now. <laughs> King Orm. Played by Patrick Wilson. Um, Patrick. I liked him better in the first film because in the second film, he's just kind of goofy a little bit or something. He did. Well, one thing that he does have a bit of an arc like in this in the second yeah. film. Both, both he and Arthur. Arthur do as well. I think both they both have a bit of an arc. Like their their relationship as brothers is central, I think, to the plot of the film. And there is development there. And there's, you know, by the end of the movie, there's some reconciliation between the two. And they they as they learn to work together. Um, but yeah, Arthur, part of the plot, like spoiler warning, by the way. Arthur no, don't spoil it for me. <laughs> what if I go see it? Uh, Arthur, Arthur, uh, in in an attempt to fight Black Manta, um, Arthur needs his brother's help, and he has to. So he decides to go break him out of his prison, and enlist his help. Which King Orm initially wants to just stay in the prison because he's like, "Hey, you can't break me out. This will this will violate our treaty with this the desert people." Um, I forget what their their names were, but. Uh, the the desert creatures. Um, it once was an ocean. They they live in the Sahara, which used to be an ocean apparently, um, oh. or a sea. Oh. Uh, which is true, actually. It did it used to be sea. Um, but he eventually talks his brother into helping, and his brother, with all his problems, like he's definitely wants what's best for Atlantis. You know, he was, I'd say, definitely misguided. Um, but his motives are not not entirely um, like he's very he was in the first film like you saw some of that like he was very frustrated with the surface and how much damage they had done to the yeah. oceans and the atmosphere as well and you know and I think it's it's good and right to be upset with that right so but he wanted to go too far he wanted to basically annihilate right the surface people <laughs> But being upset about what they were doing was perfectly understandable. Uh, so I, th I think there was an understandable motivation. So he wasn't like just pure evil, you know, like it was like, okay, like you have a little bit of a warped sense of justice, but there's there's something good at the root of it here of like, hey, they're really damaging the planet. Like We can't let them keep doing that. Was is that true with to the comic books? Yes. Is it? Really? What little I've read and understand, yes, environmentalism is a reoccurring um, thing within both DC and Marvel when it comes to the underwater kingdoms. Hmm. Both, um, I mean, I think it's especially an Aquaman thing, but I think that what's his name from Marvel has. Um, maybe also been upset about the um, topsiders polluting the oceans. Who am I talking about? Are you, <laughs> were you thinking of the, the villain from, from Wakanda Forever? Is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah, the dude with the wings on his feet. Um, yeah, I can't think of his name at the moment, but which is not exactly a villain, but he kind of sort of becomes a villain because he wants to go too far. Yeah. 
But we're we're not talking about him. We're talking about Aquaman. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that that's a that's been a thing. Uh, so they they uh, it definitely made it into the movies. Yeah, that was pretty strong, and I I don't think there was as much of it in the first film, but in this one, there's well, I guess there is, but like in this one, it's definitely a very prominent theme in the movie, like um. But Arthur, Arthur, being kind of a child of both worlds, you know, <clears throat> wants to find a way to work with, you know, people who live on the surface to solve the problems. Um, whereas his brother is like, kill them all. <laughs> um, in the second one, is it less cliche sounding? Because the 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 dialogue in the first one was very predictable. I don't know. What do you think, Richard? I'd say no. Like it, it's still, in particular with Arthur Curry. Like, I mean, there's some humorous moments, but for the most part, it, the dialogue is not great. Uh, it's mostly an action movie, and, and I think it knows that. Like the directors and them, so it, it focuses primarily on the action, and the plot goes forward pretty quick. Like it pretty steadily. Like there's not, you know. Um, I, there weren't like boring parts like it was pretty fast moving i i love me a good boring part of a movie and i'm <laughs> being very sincere about that yeah because it's like the the characters need a minute to like rest and like process yeah. the, the big, yeah i like that and when it just goes boom 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 the end it's not good i don't like it i don't like it, it needs to be a good pace yeah i think this wasn't was under two hours i think um which is a little oh, unusual wow. for recent superhero movies. Question. The lady, Atlanta. So I kind of gathered that she didn't die in the first one. What happened to her? And why did people assume that she was dead? Are you talking about the mother? Yeah. I don't remember, but well, they found her. They thought she died. Okay. But they found her like in uh, Jules Verne, Center of the Earth. Oh, that's a place to be you only saw half of that movie so i guess you missed that part okay well, like i mean i was kind of asking that too it's like what happened to her and why did people think she was dead i i'd forgotten myself honestly um she I, she disappeared in the ocean and got swept up into whirlpool into the center of the earth <laughs> well i think didn't she get like um they basically they kind of banished her to this like savage quote unquote savage people group or at least people another one of the seven was it nine kingdoms or seven kingdoms one of the underwater kingdoms that was viewed as savage by the atlantans huh. and i think doesn't she find a way to I, I, if memory serves me she finds a way to communicate with them and and like get along with them somehow i think or at least I don't... well enough that they spared her maybe I don't remember that. I don't know. It's at the back of my mind, but I may be wrong about that. So, because yeah, we didn't we didn't finish. I was rewatching. Laura was watching for the first time, and we didn't finish it, or we haven't finished it yet. Because so. it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> it, it wasn't. <laughs> and I, I I wanted it to be interesting because I've been very also. This is a little bad. I thought it was Marvel. <laughs> and i was like hey you know what marvel marvel has surprised me i have been very taken with uh the plots and i'm like you know what i could i could be wrong again i could be no <laughs> absolutely not Sucker, this is the dceu <laughs> it's just, no it's just disappointing disappointing yeah i do have to say um the dceu where dc has attempted you know, kind of after the fact, you know, after Marvel already got theirs off the ground, DC has attempted, even though in DC Comics, they were the first to introduce the multiverse idea, like through the character Flash and his storylines. Marvel was definitely the first to uh, get it going with movies. And they just, Kevin Feige just did such a good job masterminding that whole thing. And DC has just not had anybody equivalent on their side. Plus, Warner Brothers has kind of gotten in the way a few times and messed uh, things up 
like I think Zack Snyder might have had the potential of, of doing that, but he he also is just takes a different approach. And I think DC is also it's a little darker in general. Yeah, than Marvel is anyway. So you you're not gonna have as many like likable characters necessarily. See, well, why, 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 why? That's just kind of Frank how... Miller. That's why Frank Miller. Uh, it's all Frank's fault. Who's Frank? <laughs> who's Frank Miller? He uh he took the campy, uh, colorful Saturday morning cartoon vibes of the DC and then turned Batman into this brooding dark. Okay character which actually was kind of good for batman but shouldn't apply to other characters necessarily uh, okay. so, yeah it did kind of infect yeah. although i have to say like batman is primarily is i haven't really read that many other dc comics so i can't say much I, um i don't know if you you've read i think more than i have will like maybe some flash right and some aquaman you were saying like Definitely Batman, Superman, and some some bit of Flash. I haven't read too much Aquaman. I just know that there's been an environmental message in some of them. Um, I, I know that Arthur Curry loses his hand and gets a cool hook. Oh, that's <laughs> fun. He's like, and yeah. I'm talking like a pirate. I got me a hook. So we have emaciated King Orm, and then we have a uh, hand decapitation. I could, I could get on. <laughs> oh, he's not for long. He, he gets into the water and then he just gets ripped like oh, reverse yeah. woman It's a bit ridiculous. Wait, wait, wait. What happens? Yeah, well, he's emaciated and then Arthur's breaking him out and he's running <sighs> towards the ocean. And as soon as he gets uh, covered in ocean water, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like some of you know like the ones cartoon characters you know like they stick their thumb in their mouth and they blow themselves up oh wow you know and then suddenly boom he's oh my ripped goodness. patrick wilson oh silliness <laughs> that dude that dude like silliness he he was like he was a beast man was, he, he was got, it he real got, is it real i think his yeah i think it was like okay. his was like he got he got ripped for this he was pretty ripped for the last one, but this one he actually had his shirt off, and you could see, like, dude, this guy's got big. <laughs> he, he put on some muscle. But yeah, well, that was pretty. That was pretty ridiculous. Sorry, what would you say, Will? Well, that he didn't have much more else to do in prison than work out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, although he wasn't really able to. Maybe it was like all that work, and then he just you know, like those, you know, like those dinosaurs you used to get, you just. Put it in water and just grows. That was a pretty stupid part of the movie, I have to say. Um, pl plot, plot wise, plot wise, was the second one better than the first one? Yeah. What was this about? Will can you can you summarize the plot? Do you what, what do you think? Black man be like, you killed my father, prepared to die. Okay, that's. <laughs> That's a I'm mixing in some Princess Bride. I am not the Hispanic guy in Ant Man. Forgive me for trying. Okay, anyway, so the black, <laughs> man, black Manta wants revenge, gets cursed, trident, decides to go crazy and destroy the earth with greenhouse gases. Yeah, that's our environmental message. Um, takes an island back to the days of the dinosaurs, apparently, with giant butterflies. And, uh, and, Oh yeah, and grasshoppers massive, that eat rats. Massive rats. <laughs> massive, massive dead rats. Why are they dead? Because, because the grasshoppers were hungry. Oh <laughs> my bad. Okay, continue. Okay. Sorry, Will. I interrupted you. And uh, let's break Orm out of prison because only Orm, know, Orm knows where Black Manta is hiding out. <laughs> um, Orm is like, well, I don't know, but I know this guy. So they go to the guy, and the guy is fish king or something and uh um they tear up his place and and say talk <laughs> and then uh he says volcano island and then they go there and there are giant things that try to kill them and uh giant like venus tritops and pitcher plants and carnivorous plants oh okay Everything wants to kill you. It's like Australia. So, so Avatar. Continue. 
Avatar was better. <laughs> yes. yes, Avatar was better, definitely. So, um, th- then they um, they blow the place up and go to Zombie Kingdom in the Antarctic waters, and and then they get they escape, and everybody's like, "Oh no, underwater zombies!" and uh, they somehow break the curse, and Orm dies, but doesn't really die, and gets to go eat cockroaches on land, like he was meant to. Meant to. Oh. The end. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Will. I like, I like that. <laughs> yeah, at one point Arthur plays a joke, um, you know, because his brother's never been on the surface. So, so he gives him a cockroach. He's like, "You guys eat this here?" And he's like, "Yeah." But oh, Arthur, but jokes on Arthur. Orm actually likes it. And then later, he's eating a burger for the first time, and he sees a cockroach, grabs it, and puts it on the burger. Oh gosh! <laughs> wow. Okay. So, Richard, I have a question. Yeah. If everything else on the island was radioactive and huge, why was the cockroach regular sized? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a that's a continuity problem there. The cockroach should have been as big as a bus, right? Do you know how long it would have taken Orm to eat that cockroach? <laughs> cockroach would have eaten him. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, snack. Yeah, it was like the island of Dr. Moreau meets like the Lost World by Arthur Conan Doyle. Um, yeah, it was it was a little out there because they I forget what it's called, but there's some kind of underwater like mineral or, or resource that the the kingdoms the undersea kingdoms used to is a fuel that they used to burn you know and use to power their cities and their vehicles but they found out that it was toxic they eventually found out they didn't know at first but they eventually found out it was toxic to the ocean basically it's an analog to to fossil fuels and carbon emissions but they um they couldn't just easily get rid of it so what they did is they just like Kind of like we've done with our radioactive waste, they just buried it somewhere and trying to hit it away. But Black Manta finds out about it um, and finds some like ancient tech that still can still use that. So he goes around stealing it and eventually he breaks into Atlantis and steals it from Atlantis. And uh, but when they burn that, it, it's just like extremely toxic and and for some reason causes like very quick. Um, uh, surprisingly beneficial mutations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a bit ridiculous. Like that part was was kind of ridiculous. We, you know what that reminds me of, Richard. What that? And and, and uh, I'm sure you're familiar with this through your upbringing, but but I I want some scientific answers right here. <laughs> uh, can 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 greenhouse gases mutate? animals that big because young earth creationists claimed that when the um the earth was in their viewpoint had a uh, water pocket in the ozone that mosquitoes were the size of buses and things so is that scientific did those things actually exist back then i I don't know i've not heard of any giant mosquitoes okay Um, but obviously there were some creatures, I mean, like the dinosaurs, for instance, that, that we know right. concretely were were massive. But but do we? I mean, they found their skeletons. I'm, I know, I know. I'm just I'm just being silly. Um yeah, there I, don't are know, some I don't know about the bugs though. The dinosaurs. <laughs> you have uh trilobites, but I don't know if they class yeah. they would classify as because they're underwater. I don't know if crustaceans is the right, I don't know, uh, arthropod. I'm not sure. So I shouldn't see Aquaman. Yeah, I guess our final like, like should Laura spend five bucks? Yeah. Seeing Aquaman in the theater. What What do you think, Will? It's the last DCEU film that I'm aware of. What? James Cameron's not James Cameron. James <laughs> Gunn. No, if James Cameron was on the DCU, see DCU would be great. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like. Yeah. yeah. He, He'd probably make it work. He could he could make a, a multiverse work, I feel like. Um, yeah, he could. 
Okay, this is the last movie before James Gunn's DCU overrides everything, I think. Does that excite you? The guy that directed Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. So James Gunn is now the president of DC Studios. Mm. Is that uh, Sean's brother? Yes, actually. Oh! Yeah. See, I know things sometimes. So he he left Marvel officially, and he's now president of DC Studios. So he's kind of rebooting the universe, so to speak, with DC movies. And this is like the the Aquaman was the last one from the first round that was originally started by Zack Snyder. And um, yeah, and now continued. Well, finished, I guess, now, but with James Wan, the director. Okay. Mostly does horror movies. He's a big horror movie director. Got his start with Saw. Huh. Well, that's really strange that he then directed Aquaman too. Yeah, it is kind of random because, like, you look at his. I was looking at his film credits the other day, and it's almost all horror. Like Aquaman's one of the few exceptions. So it's kind of random that he would just like, like, I'm going to do Aquaman. Like, what price was right? <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm sure he got paid well for it. Um. So, will um, this is something. I mean, now we are officially nerd hat. Um, but we had already introduced this idea of like how many nerd hats out of five would you give this film? You've had a few days to sit on it, so have I what would you rate it now? Uh three point five maybe. Oh really? Well that's not high. I mean, even from your review, I'm like that's really high. Is that really high? It's well like, it could it's be like three more than then. halfway, man. I'm not going to give it below a three. I enjoyed it. I'm not saying it was terrific cinema. It, it, was, it was what it was. It was an action flick. It, it had so some sometimes misplaced humor. It. Uh, I thought Orm was a little too silly in this one, personally, but, you know, whatever. I guess he, he got humbled in prison, maybe. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but um, He plays the straight man to Arthur's... Uh... Uh, comedian i guess or joker the straight man <clears throat> yeah like in it when you have comedy duos a lot of times you'll have one person that's more goofy and one oh, that's just oh, like oh, okay. super serious right they play off of each other he was sort of the straight man where like his humor was from like him being clueless not from him trying to be goofy you know and... mm. so i i guess that his cluelessness was a little a little silly a little bit, I guess. All right. So you you say three point five. Yeah. Um. So I think I think my initial was like three point two five or something. It's so specific. Like like straight out of the theater, I gave it a little higher. But now I've had a few days to think about it. I think I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Like the first one, I think I would give maybe a two point five at best. It was mediocre. Um, you know I. I wasn't, I, I wasn't like waiting with bated breath to see this one, but it's DC and and um, after seeing the trailer, I was like, it looks promising. So I was like, I want to see it. And uh, it did bet it was better than I expected it to be. I'll put it that way. Um, and it's definitely a popcorn flick. It's just you know you go take it for what it is and enjoy it as a as a, as a visual spectacle and it's enjoyable. You know. But you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna change your life. <laughs> it's not no. super profound. You'll probably forget a lot of it. You know what I mean? But um, anyway, I would give it uh, three nerd hats. I think uh, three nerd hats out of, out of five. Oh, guys are generous and sweet. Yeah, it's like it's better than the first one. Um, so it's it's a step above mediocre. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're not making a very good case for it, are we? <laughs> no, no. But no, if you, I mean, if you want to have, if you just want to escape for a couple hours and have an enjoyable, watch an enjoyable action movie, you know, it has some humor, it's beautiful visual effects, like, which is one of the things I like seeing in the theater is a movie that has amazing visual effects and you just immerse in the world visually. And the sound design was good, you know, the music, I didn't really notice the music, which, you know, means it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? Like, like if you notice, you can notice the music when it's really bad, but when it just like complements the movie, you, a lot of times you just don't even don't even notice it. Um, 
So it's not like a John Williams memorable score, but it was it worked well with the movie. And again, main thing is like is it just enjoyable visual spectacle and um some fun moments, some humor and some heartfelt moments, but that they don't land particularly well. I think the actors did the best they could with like the dialogue that they were given. Uh, I love Tamir Morrison and almost anything he's in. And Nicole Kidman did a pretty good job, I think. Um, she did, wasn't in the film a whole lot. Um, neither was Amber Heard, which I'm sure they tried to cut as much of her as they could after the debacle with her and Johnny Depp. Um, yeah, I was wondering about oh, that. no. <laughs> I was like, that name sounds so familiar. You're kidding me. Wait, no, you're not. Now you're interested. I absolutely. She's isn't she not like an actress? Uh, well, she's probably gonna. I don't know. If Wait, no, no, no. Before this, yeah, like oh, no, she's, she's been an actress for a while. Oh, she has. Oh, now I yeah, feel bad. Over, over a decade. Well, that's funny. That's funny. I still don't want to <laughs> see it, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, don't. Since she was basically, Silly. found. I think she was uh, essentially found. I, I may be misspeaking, but effectively turns out she was probably the more abusive one of the two of them and was you know trying to smear Johnny Depp at least that's how the court case came out I think at the very least he was found not guilty of of abuse and um of what she accused him of you know but I didn't follow it super closely so don't don't quote me on any of that but yeah her reputation has definitely been scarred so i'm sure some studios are probably going to distance themselves from her for a while that was a very interesting court case to watch just (laughs) just saying oh did you see some of it oh yeah you kidding me shoot (laughs) but yeah she was in this she but they had already recorded most of her scenes before the court case i think um from what i understand so they they had to keep some of it in, otherwise the story wouldn't have made sense in places. But um, but yeah, she wasn't super prominent. Okay. Not that's that's why she... her character got super burned. Yeah, she was a lot more prominent in the first film. Um, Wait, who was she in the first film? Uh, let's see. She, who was she in the, the first film? the princess from that other kingdom. She was like betrothed. The redhead? Mira. Yeah, the redhead. You're kidding. Yeah, she's still redhead, obviously. Oh man! But she was the princess I from totally missed that from uh, King Neris's daughter uh, from one of the other undersea kingdoms. Is she a good actress? Uh, I haven't seen her in anything else, so I okay. can't really speak okay. to that. Okay. I, I thought she did a decent job in in Aquaman, but I, you know, as far as it goes, but I, I haven't seen her in. I don't know if you have Will, but I, I don't. I don't think no. I've seen her in anything else. I, I don't I them. don't think I have. Okay. If I did, I did not pay attention to it. Well, this has been so fun. <laughs> Let's do it again. So you're a bundle of joy. Did we convince you to see Absolutely it? Absolutely not. <laughs> we'll get you one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, we, no. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't exactly pick a a, a uh, an Oscar winning movie out of the gate. I'd be a little disappointed. A nerdy know. movie for sure. Oh, um, uh, yeah, it's getting about that time. Well, well, hey, well, that wraps up our first episode of season five, and uh, thanks to our new co-host for for coming on. I'm proud of us, guys. This was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Look at us. We were tired, but we we made it work. And um, yeah, good conversation. Hopefully our audience will enjoy it as well. And uh, hey, nerds. uh, So a reminder that the podcast is now bi-weekly. So don't look for something to drop next Wednesday. Uh, It'll be two Wednesdays from, I guess this will be the 10th. So the next episode will drop on the 24th. Um, so yeah, just re- remember that. So yeah, we're just uh, we got a lot going on um, on both sides, like Will Will does and we do as well. So we're we're cutting down the frequency a bit, but hopefully that'll up the the quality some. 
Uh, that's the plan anyway. But yeah, stay tuned for more. Uh, and uh, Will is going to be picking uh, next episode's topic. Oh. So uh, have, <laughs> it's to be determined, but he's he's uh, he's working on it. So and we, we got some ideas for the season, just different things we might cover. And uh, yeah, we're the passion of the Christ. We're planning to have fun. And, and by the way, this, gonna, this year is going to be a little different. Instead of splitting the season doing two seasons per year since we're doing bi-weekly episodes season five is going to cover all of 2024 there'll be 25 episodes basically for the season um so but instead of that taking only six months it's not going to take a year so so we're doing a season per year rather than two seasons per year so that'll that'll change as well so but yeah let us know what you think of uh, the new name and the the new logo and uh, the new co-host <laughs> Let us know in the comments what you thought of this episode uh, on Spotify. You can do there, or you can chime in on Instagram or on Facebook. Follow us there. Uh, Reverend. Well, it's all going to be changing. It, it might still be the Irreverent Nerds, but I got to go in and change all that. It was, might take a little bit. Instagram will be the easiest to switch. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll let you know when we get all the new handles and all that set in place. Till next time, nerds. Saranara. Live long and prosper. I love you. <laughs> is that is that gonna be your thing? At the end of the <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Nerds, thank you so much. For joining us for this week's episode as we launch season five with a new name a new tagline a new co-host take a moment by the way to welcome laura our new co-host you can do so in the comments on spotify when you let us know what you think of the episode you can also hit us up on instagram we have a new handle by the way it is at nerd hat pod that's at nerd hat pod that's the best place to connect with us on social media however you can still follow us on facebook at the moment while we're under construction that is still called the irreverent nerds our old name but it will be changing within the next couple weeks our name on youtube has changed it is now nerd hat entertainment again instagram is where you're going to see a lot of things first and most often and that is where the changes are going down. So hit us up there at Nerd Hat Pod. All right. So two weeks from now, the next episode will drop. That is January 24th. A topic as yet to be determined, but will be chosen by our very own William Thomas Boyer. Nerds, until then. Stay groovy. This is Nerd Hat. This is Nerd Hat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess we'll go with me. <laughs> Outtakes. Is this Nerd Hat? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's st let's start over.